0: always do it on my own so i gotta get through it and the only thing i know is to love what i'm doing never give up never slow till i finally prove it never listen to the nose I... he who controls the past controls the future
1: he who controls the present controls the past Hello, everyone. We are live, but not live. Thank you for joining us here at Nobody's News. Right off the bat, how are you doing, Broski? Pretty good, bro. How are you? Not too Mm -hmm. bad. Uh, We are joined today by a third chair. Um, We have a bit of a controversial topic. We are going to be discussing the Holocaust. Zach and I stances that it happened. Our our friend here says it doesn't. He says it was three hundred thousand, not six million. So we're gonna have a heated debate. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we have Jake here. Uh, we're not gonna get too much into him because he is a man of mystery, and we want to keep it that way. But uh, he's a friend of ours, a machinist, friend of the show, and uh, politically, you're what? A libertarian?
2: I'd say so. Yeah,
1: not not a fan of authority. Um, maybe. Maybe even a fan of anarchists. I know you like anarchist music, like metal, like us. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, religiously, you have any strong ties, any way? Um, fan of big religion or not so much? I know we had some conversations on this, but I don't really know where you're, where, what you would classify yourself as.
2: Spiritual. Spiritual.
1: That's a good answer. And I like that the dudes are taking it back. It became a, a chick thing where they're like, I'm spiritual, but now Starbucks. and went in. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Peterson Uh, has really given that back to us where now dudes are like, I'm spiritual, man. That's like, hell yeah. Um, so right off the top, um, have you guys heard about the, the Russia jet shooting down, knocking down the drone? Anything on that? Have you heard about it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're nodding. I was like, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Uh, I was going to talk more about it, but honestly, there's just nothing out out there on it. It's the Black Sea. Um, The Daily Wire was reporting that the Russian jet apparently didn't shoot it down. It knocked it down, poured fuel on it, and then knocked it down. How would you do that? I, I don't understand that. So in lieu of... Going over that, I figured we have to talk about it because it's right off the top. Everyone's going to be talking about it, even though there'll probably be more information out when this comes out tomorrow. But as of right now, that happened. We don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. What I do want to talk about right off the beginning is uh, there's a big win for the boys this week. So uh, let's see here. Yep. (laughs) Big win for the boys, which I was going to celebrate with uh, some makeup myself and a new outfit but unfortunately uh, couldn't get my hands on the makeup to do myself up but transgender athlete wins discrimination case against usa powerlifting usa powerlifting lost a two-year court battle this week after a judge ruled that it had discriminated against transgender athlete jc cooper by banning her from competing in the women's competitions Uh, The ruling also mandated that the sports organization cease and desist from all unfair discriminatory practices because of sexual orientation and gender identity and that it revise its policy related to sexual orientation and gender identity within two weeks. Um, This is the lovely lady herself. I feel mostly relief, Cooper told Care TV. I wish I cared TV'd. Um, An NBC affiliate, that was a bad joke. I'm going to have to edit that out. Um, An NBC affiliate in Minneapolis after Monday's ruling. I think we needed a win here. And it felt, well, I think that with those forearms, there's been plenty of winning going on in (laughs) her, his competitions. I have another picture. No, I don't care about this microsoft edge telling me it's updated um it's from new york post u.s powerlifting to allow trans athletes to compete with women after losing suit these are some less flattering pictures of her or him i don't know what but i mean it's know, such a bad sport. powerlifting out of all the sports like this is like one of the worst ones other than mma for a trans athlete to compete in you and know what like I mean look at like eddie hall and brian shaw i mean they're You know, maybe the mountains cut, but I mean, when they're an absolute powerlifting status, they are not some... I mean, they're plenty strong, of course, but they look like garden gnomes. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, that... You know, while being six foot eight. Yeah. That dude (laughs) looks kind of like a garden gnome. I wish I had left the picture up. He looks like a cool dude. (laughs) He looks like he'd be a cool dude to chill with. Looks like he's like a tank. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't know. Part of me, I'm kind of done caring about the whole trans thing because... It's breathing new life into female sports. That's for sure. <laughs> records are being shattered. Well, that's a whole nother. Broad jumping, topic. <laughs> sprinting, <laughs> and, yeah, swimming. The dudes are powerlifting. better in female sports, and the women are. Well, Rugby the women, for the for the short time. There's a few outspoken women, but most women are not that. They're not that like, anti-trans. Most of them are very supportive, and they're like, oh, we, we stand by this person, which that's fine, but I'm not going to go in and care and waste my time making your sports fair. Great. You had your one thing carved out in the Western world. We you know had a new step in fairness. We have women's sports, and then you allowed with your, your policies and you being okay with everything and non-confrontational, you said, we don't need men. We can do everything ourselves. We're empowered women. And we stepped out, and now dudes have went in with wigs on, and they <laughs> look like me with long hair and a braid, and they have completely taken your sports. And these few – it's already – people don't care about at the top levels female sports. Like, let's be honest. People don't. The WNBA has 14 fans. <laughs> so already – empty. It's com- like just to get to that top spot to even get any notoriety, if you're not in those top few spots of whatever sport – swimming, whatever. You're not getting any attention whatsoever. Well, now you're giving up those few prized positions that are the only positions that anyone cares about in female sports and you gave them to men. And then you get mad at me and call me a a Nazi and a racist for being not anti-trans. I don't care about trans people. I'm just pro-biology, pro-science. So I I really don't care. I mean, do you think that we should step in and do anything? Or do you think that we, when we gave them the right to vote then that was, we, <laughs> I'm we got sp- things to even and then now it's up to them they can stand up for themselves the, should still the right answer is if they're not gonna stand up for themselves you know i mean this is just crazy you know especially in like wrestling and stuff they're gonna hurt people i mean well, dudes just have have Fallon denser Fox bones was smashing people's breaking faces breaking over bones foreheads because dudes they, have more dense that's bones that's why they than tried chicks. to cancel joe rogan i believe is because yeah. he called out Fallon Fox. It, it isn't fun to watch. It, like if some dude just is hammering another dude or a chick well, is hammering, it's fun to watch. Well, different. That's strokes. true, but, but watching that just we don't power shame difference. here on nobody's news, all right? <laughs> but yeah, well. it's, it's ridiculous, but. Um, you know what? It's going to keep getting crazier and crazier. I, I keep hearing, uh like, the, the, who is it? They're not saying, like, one like that one chick from uh, the University of Kentucky's been on a, on a bunch of different podcasts now, <laughs> but it's like, you is know. Is it a chick or is it a, 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 chick a being, cool dude chick? No, no, no. It's a chick saying, like, this is crazy. Like, we, the SEC, we, you know, it's supposed to mean more. We demand ex- excellence, and then we're putting in all this work and getting hammered, you know? Yeah. You know, Duke's going to let, or. Yeah, Leah well, Thomas what I was said. A dupe, it's right? it's already hard. It is harder <laughs> to be a female athlete, not because the standards are different, well maybe now, but <laughs> it's harder just because nobody cares. So like if you're yeah. if you're good at basketball as a dude, like really good and you can get into the NCAA, Division I, even if you play for a crappy team, you've still got a lot of fans, you're still getting exposure. If you're a woman at like you have to be at one of one of the best players at one of the best universities for people to even know who you are. And even then it's like people probably won't know who you are. How many people know who Candace Parker is? <laughs> no. You know, people, not a lot of people. They care about Tennessee, that's it. Yeah. So she's absolutely right. There's not it is way more competitive and now it's the dudes are taking over, which
3: you know, and there's so many I'm torn beasts, because and it's, I,
1: I like the boys, yeah. and you know, I, I wish that dude the best in his weightlifting competitions. And I can't remember half That's these sick. these people names, <laughs> but it's like the rugby player, you know, six foot two, two hundred and forty pounds. I mean, as big as the biggest girl, but then also so much faster. I mean, as fast as the smallest girl, and you're just like, like, in what world does this make sense? Humans are just wildly. Daniel Tosh always talked about this that. God doesn't hate gays he's just mad because they found a loophole in the system because (laughs) women were so whiny he just like screw this we're just gonna bang each other and I think that now the dudes have just found another loophole they're like okay I'm not you know dudes are ambitious ingenuitive they're like well I'm not that good at uh, I'm not that good at swimming I've got it (laughs) And you said my career was over (laughs) well like a phoenix rising from the ashes Because he still went through testosterone for many, many years. That's just such an unfair advantage. Yeah. Well, anyone who wants a competitive edge in sports, uh, unfortunately, you're not going to be able to get your trans surgery done in Britain. Uh, So this is from the Associated Press. UK, uh, tens of thousands of doctors kick off a three-day strike. Um, By the way, they were trying to make this chick look stupid, but this is an awesome sign. Diagnosis undervalued. Sick pun. Nice and clean. Um, tens of thousands of junior doctors went on strike across England on Monday to demand better pay, kicking off three days of widespread disruption at the UK state funded hospitals and health clinics. Uh, junior doctors who are qualified, but in the earlier years of their careers make up 45% of all doctors in the national health service. Their walkout means that operations and appointments will be canceled for thousands of patients and senior doctors and other medics have had to be drafted to cover for emergency services. Um, Let's see. So pay for junior doctors has fallen 26% in real terms since 2008. I saw it was 17 pounds or 14.9 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Newly qualified medics earn just $17 an hour. Can you imagine being a doctor and making $17 an hour? And everything is not, I mean, it is like we complain about things being expensive in Phoenix. Imagine what it is like anywhere in the EU. (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. The UK is so proud of their... Uh, of their medical system and they talk about how stupid us americans are with our greedy privatized healthcare. it's like what do you know you guys don't have any health care because your doctors are getting paid what people get paid in seattle to flip burgers yeah you know yeah. <laughs> all the canadians while every state on the border has doctors set up just for canadians that speak they're like hey, you're just completely set up for them but yeah all these places are so great <laughs> Yeah, well, it's one of those Our things where if you, up, ha- if you have a sprained ankle or you get migraines, it's better to have socialized healthcare. If you have cancer or really anything serious, it's way better to have privatized healthcare. And people act like there's people getting left at the at the ER and stuff like that and not getting help. That's that's not true. Like you can get emergency care here. Like when I was uh, working at the Abrazo Hospitals, they regularly had people coming in who were nightmares strung out high hobos and they'd patch them up they'd give them a room for three days and then yeah. they would typically just leave so i you know the doctors i guess the hospital has to eat that but we do have like basic health care here where you can go we're not we don't have ambulances pulling over <laughs> when they're like "Oh, sorry your insurance didn't go through we're gonna need you guys to get out Like like Jubilee in uh, Austin when he crashed, it's after they did everything. It was all right, bills due, (laughs) but they came through afterwards and made sure he didn't get out of there before (laughs) collecting his information. Yeah, well they are, but it's like they uh, still you know cut his boot off and made sure he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm not saying it's good healthcare. I'm just saying like we're good we're good because we have the innovation. Which we've talked about this before. You need to have. The big pharma, you have to have that because otherwise you don't get um, uh, what you got? innovation. So you need that. Yeah, three-quarters of the innovation yeah. comes from here. But also you don't like a $28 Tylenol. So I don't yeah. know. I would take our system where you're going to get to go to the emergency room. Now, you might be have to declare bankruptcy if you get cancer, but there is a cancer treatment. You can go to the ER versus a place like... The UK or Denmark, where you literally just, or Canada, like in the UK, they won't help you. In Canada, they'll be like, come right here. We have a suicide booth for you. <laughs> like it, uh, Take care of the problem yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's no joke. Canada, they have euthanasia now. Yeah. Where, and they'll, they'll let you uh, basically we'll suicide season. minors. So yeah, what was a joke in Futurama has become reality yeah. in Canada.
2: Suicide booth. Yeah. Seriously, I don't not know
1: I guess it just keeps you calm and then injects you with chemicals and puts you into the sweet good night but why can't we just penalize fat people instead <laughs> here in America like yeah, but I mean it's not it's not just fat people because like I said, we don't have socialized health care here so the fact that yeah. like a, perfectly healthy, a perfectly healthy person gets cancer and well I mean, and, and then when we have uh, a healthy person like Obama. Still, or- Yeah, like you're still going to be paying a few hundred bucks a month for health insurance if you're a healthy person. So it's like, yeah, you're a health. And then that insurance only covers so much. So like you're a healthy 28 year old and you get pancreatic cancer, you're still probably going to be bankrupt. So I will say if you're a healthy person, you're barely in in that, you know, but most of the time you're not even going to be using it. If I was, when I went to the ER, I was there for less than 24 hours and the bill, Luckily, the VA paid it, but I got the bill. It was like $15,000 for my ER visit. Like, there is some problems with our healthcare system. Yeah. I, I won't deny that, but um, let's see. Moving on. So a side note, I had just about UK's healthcare system, and I heard you guys talking outside about this. Um, so UK health, health Chiefs leaked messages revive raw pandemic debate. Um, So COVID-19 has shot back into the headlines in Britain through the leak of more than 100,000 private messages sent or received by the health minister as the government scrambled to respond to the new respiratory virus. Which, by the way, now they're talking about the avian flu. And that's, I think that's what got us banned off TikTok. We just got our account back today and I was looking through at the videos that got hit and that was the one. So I'm already creeped out about this whole COVID thing and what was really happening. Now I'm convinced that there's going to be a, um, an avian flu pandemic because they're already treating it like COVID right at the peak of lockdown. So Mark, I'm predicting it now, avian flu is going, going to become a much bigger deal. Also, we're seeing the same pattern where they're acting like it's no big deal you're saying it's not a big deal. It's not transmissible. I was listening to a doctor talk about it, and he's like, this absolutely is a big deal. It has a 60% death rate, and it has made the trans- uh, the jump to mammals. So,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. What, what was it? A bunch of sea lions died just the other day. So just yep. a side note, avian flu is coming, people. And I don't care if TikTok and YouTube try to censor us. We called it out. <laughs> um, so let's see. But COVID-19 has shot back into the headlines through the leak of more than 100,000 private messages sent or received by the health minister. minister. Um, I just want to figure out what they said. Uh, so this is about the millions of people, every one of this country that were adversely affected. No. Um, where's the messages? For the I could have swore that. Is, is where they're going over cats. It's the same one. Yeah, I could have swore it was in the... In this article. Because that's where they went over. It was such trying times that they were having internal conversations about how to tell, you know, all the different citizens how that they need to euthanize all their cats. As I mean, again, based upon Wait, nothing. What, what was this? By the way, I can't find it, 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 it the, was in the this. specific or, messages for some reason. They're not popping up. But basically, um, and this is Breitbart, but you can look it up. I'm sure I'm sure you can find him on your own. But basically what he said was we have to scare people into doing the right thing. We have to scare people into thinking the right things. We can't have people, I can't remember exactly how he worded it, but basically saying we need people to come to the right conclusions. And, and their defense was they were so scared that that's what they're about to have the people do. And it's just, so, well, what led you to think that, again, the, the mammals are what's you know, g- going to cause us to like, die from this again has nothing to do with anything, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sorry, what were you I'll saying s- before that? Oh, that was that was it. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. Just sorry. Smokes and mirrors, and them saying how 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 fucking worried that they were. And yeah, I wish. This I had is the, what they were having to talk about, but again, but but none of it mattered. It's yeah, all just I, I don't know where those messages went, but. They were basic, Basically, that was the gist of it, is uh, they're going to scare people into obeying about COVID. And I thought that was interesting, because you know for a fact we're doing that here. There's a bunch of people talking about the corruption in the EU and uh, talking about how, thank goodness, that we have a, a system with checks and balances, and we don't have unelected bureaucrats. And I'm like, that's all we have is unelected bureaucrats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's see, uh, this is moving off the trans subject and the UK subject. I guess that UK story just kind of was wedged in there, but, um, let's see. Yeah. I should have put it after cause I wrote my, I'm trying again, writing in my little interstitials and I wrote, um, it wasn't a win for everyone. Some non-trans protect- protected groups are losing some of their privilege. That's for this next topic. Um, because Texas A&M is dropping the DEI statements. Um, oh, yeah, and Harvard hates Asians. So I was The merit-based emissions? Yeah, so I was going to play a, a Morning Wire little clip that I had on this. Cool. But first... And on the real fast back on the did that make sense? What I was saying like it was all that stuff, but it was the, some press guy just throwing out like how worried they were. You know that that's what I was trying to say with. The oh, cats. you're saying like they were the press was. We were worried for them. that we were going to have to tell everyone to kill their cats, and we're we didn't know. That's the whole thing there at the end was just like it was. They're in the dark. They don't actually know either, and that's what they um. they were also worried and freaked out and. And then it again it's well, just I mean, like, that may be true, to be honest.
2: But it's still I mean, based upon fear, nothing. <laughs>
1: fear is one of the biggest things that drive people to authoritarianism, to control. It's why people the do a lot of dumb things is because of fear. I believe policy, that they could though. be dumb and afraid and they have government power, they're a bunch of nerdy bureaucrats that mm-hmm. Are corrupt and yeah they probably got scared they feel untouchable and then they get told that this horrible virus is coming down so then they panic and oh, then what yeah, are they going to that do that makes sense yeah well, they got to try and take control of this situation because they're in charge they're the rulers so yeah, okay yeah I that just makes I, they sense they could okay. be I, they could have absolutely been <laughs> fearful but yeah. that doesn't You're matter f- you don't get to deceive us and try to make us fearful like, cause that was, the, that was the problem with it. it. Wasn't that they were making us afraid. It's that they were trying to deceive us because, yeah. and that's a ridiculous excuse <laughs> just yeah. saying, Oh, we were scared and didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Great. Well, then give me That's all the I'm information. You don't yeah. get to pick and choose. I hate, this, is the gov- this is what I hate about the government. It happens with every government agency. They start trying to <laughs> think for you. And I will Ooh. agree.
2: <laughs> Once you start saying statements like that, well, this is what I hate about the government. That's. When they- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. <laughs> no, it's what I hate about
1: a- any government entity because any government entity, as it grows, inevitably becomes corrupt is that they are incompetent themselves, but they feel the need to think for everyone because, I'll be honest, the population's stupid too, but so is the government. It's not like they're any smarter. The entire planet is full of dumb monkeys who don't think they're monkeys and lie a lot, as we've said, Joe Rogan says. So, yeah, I don't don't think that... I think there's problems with people just being left to their own devices, obviously, but the government does... I, I hate that there's this sense of entitlement when these people in positions of power start getting on their high horse and start thinking that they know better than us we may have it wrong but i guarantee you you're going to get it wrong so um going on with uh, the short right there <laughs> yeah well i don't know i feel like i'm i'm off today just but... started with that statement <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the government <laughs> oh, whoops. Anyway, um, so let's see. Texas A and M system cuts diversity, equity, inclusion considerations and in hiring, admissions. So instead of watching this whole thing or reading through the article, I'm just going to start playing the. Clip. So Megan,
3: first off, what does this DEI statement process look like in practice? So these are statements or essays that applicants are supposed to submit showcasing their commitment and goals around diversity, equity, and inclusion, basically to demonstrate how they would be an asset to those goals on campus. For example, here's a quote from a pretty standard prompt use by University of California, San Diego. Describe your past efforts as well as future plans to advance diversity, equity, and inclusion. Please note that a demonstrated record of past effort is given greater weight than articulating awareness of barriers or stating future plans. And now Governor Abbott has banned that. Why? Well, Abbott's office claims that DEI practices haven't actually done what they're supposed to do. They haven't created a more diverse student body and faculty, and they haven't made campuses more welcoming to students of color. Texas a and m system has no more black faculty than it had 10 years ago, and the number of black graduates actually fell. There's also no evidence that DEI efforts are showing a positive impact in campus culture either. In fact, students have become more alienated in the last decade a m started pushing DEI policies more heavily in 2015 to create that welcoming culture to students of all races. But since then, the number who say they feel like they belong at the school has actually gone down in every ethnic group. White students' sense of belonging dropped 10 points between 2015 and 2020. And Hispanic students went from 88% to 76%. But when you look at black students, they actually experienced the greatest decline. They dropped 27 points from 82% to 55%. So now that DEI statements have been stripped, faculty and staff applications will be standardized and they won't take race into account in admissions either. And this actually follows the University of Texas also stripping its DEI statements last week. So university.
1: That kind of goes into perfectly what I was talking about where, okay, the government says they truly believe that there's racism everywhere. And they say, we're going to fix this racism. And then what happens? They go and they try to fix it because they know better and they make it worse. But, yeah, know, that, uh, sorry, I'm just pulling up this next clip so it's ready to go. I mean, that's how it should be. Yeah, but it's a good it's good news that they're rolling some of that back because if one ethnicity dominates college, and at this point, I mean, it would have to be Asian Americans. Who cares if that's who belongs to be there? And let them hammer it out, dude. Like, yeah, well, that's speaking of Asians. There's I didn't realize this was in the Supreme Court. Um, So let's see. This is from GBH News, which I've never seen before. But um, a Supreme Court weighs Harvard admissions case. Two Asian Americans speak out and allege bias. Um Harrison Chen doesn't like to brag but the 21-year-old Chinese the 21-year-old son of Chinese immigrants graduated at the top of his high school class and logged almost perfect scores in the SAT still Harvard rejected his application the reason he alleges was discrimination um, so there's a whole movement for this right now and there's supreme let's see as the Supreme Court weighs whether to hear the case two Chinese Americans not involved in the lawsuit have granted GBH news interviews to claim so, um, yeah, this is going... I just heard an update on this. It's going to the Supreme Court, which I... Because Shapiro and Crowder, I mean, they've been talking about that for quite a few years at this point, at least like five years. But yeah. I'm just happy to see it going somewhere, because you want the best and brightest there. You know, maybe some less people should be on campus. That should be, but have well, the you smart want people... want meritocracy. Yeah. You don't want... All this race-based stuff—it honestly, it's just a step backwards. That's exactly what it feels like. Oh, we want black-only spaces. Okay, that's segregation. Okay, we want to let you know where black-owned businesses are so you support them more. Well, that's just like you know, not redlining, but when they used to target um, black businesses and like um, point them out. So it literally is just backwards. It's not progress. So I don't know how people, regardless of where you are politically, I don't see how you don't understand that. Special treatment by races is a bad thing, and it always has the potential to go the wrong way. That's
2: classism is all it is. It's just like intersectionality classism.
1: Yeah, well, especially at school because it's already a privileged class of people who don't have to worry about real shit, so they just (laughs) worry about racism. But Well, I guess maybe that's a bad way of putting it, but I think the whole system's a class system. I mean, we, we get duped. But you have the oligarch, the ruling class, the elite class. And then they keep all of us dum-dums focused on race. And we take the bait, unfortunately. Every
3: time.
1: Yeah. Race, political party, religion. It's so easy and it's so silly. I just keep saying this. We are all Americans. You have so much more in common with your fellow American than you realize. Like Republican, Democrat, we truly do get along. And there is a lot of uh, common ground, but... Easier to control if we're all going at each other's throats. That's why Temple has the conspiracy theory, and I agree with it, of, you know, Occupy Wall Street when everyone started, you know, coming together to go after the elites. And it's like, whoa, we cannot have this. This is, this is unset. Quick. Yeah, well, that's why. Let's use this social media and turn this situation around. That's why the right wing doesn't like January 6th as well is because it was regardless of who was responsible. It could have been Antifa and they still would have been pissed because. They bit the hand that feed them, that fed them, you know? So it's just, they hate, they hate us peasants. They Mm. don't want us thinking for ourselves. Like we said, they want, they know better. McConnell wants it behind closed doors. So what's an easy way to divide us? The things that have divided us for literally since the beginning of human history, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. Oh, the the weird caveman who likes to boink other cavemen. who <laughs> gross. You know, get get rid of him. Oh, those cave people look weird compared to me. Kill them. You know, it's the same stuff. And it's just capitalizing on the worst aspects of our human nature. But that's why I'm like, don't, don't fall for it. It's all bullshit. And I think that, um, the people who are benefiting from this system, as like the statistics Showed that they weren't as happy like they didn't feel like they belonged. i think they're even starting to realize that it's not a good thing you'll still have some people who are like yeah racism motherfucker but you'll also have a lot of people that are like this isn't good white people have never hated i've never had a problem with white people and now they don't want to be around me so i think it'll backfire yeah. um i hope it backfires and i hope that we realize what the elites are doing but um, so this is the big topic of the day. Uh, have you heard anything about this bank failing and all this stuff? Yeah, in Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah. Um, So let's see. So now I've heard conflicting numbers of how much money was the average. Uh, um, boy, what would you call that? Just account holding or whatever? Yeah. Account uh, yeah. Holder, <laughs> investor. Because I've heard but everywhere I from I didn't even know that from you a couple mil to, in to tens. I knew that you could. um, you know store your money in banks obviously but i didn't know that you could invest in banks did you yeah. have any idea of that that you could like no use it like a stock portfolio i'm sure i'm explaining that the wrong way but there's no, people that like invested in the banks sadly and trusted the banks to invest their money in like startups and stuff each year i slightly become more and more literate when it comes to finances and trying to understand like some of this stuff but yeah Well, um, let's see. With our upbringing, I mean, a a debit card card was, you know, holy crap, we're really moving up in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, yeah, thinking about all the woke stuff and how, like, all the priorities are wrong. uh, Everyone knows about the Silicon Bank collapsing, um, and there's some more stuff on that that we'll talk about, but I thought it was interesting. uh, Months before the the collapse, so they didn't have a risk management officer in the last eight months, um, but... Here's what they were doing. Uh, they were heavily invested in woke projects. So for the month, this entire month before it collapsed, the CEO was preparing for the, lar- the largest LGBTQ March. What is it? Um, yeah, first month-long pride campaign and a new blog emphasizing mental health awareness for LGBTQ youth. Um, so she's completely focused on that, which looks really bad after your bank fails. And then Was that just to keep up appearances as they all deuce and, no, <laughs> and get their she, money out of it? <laughs> she's a, a lesbian immigrant. Sorry, I'm trying to get this thing to pop off my screen. Um, yeah, so she's a lesbian immigrant, so her whole thing is you have to see it to believe it. So she wants to have everyone see we are here, we are queer, but it's like, Well, this is what happens when you're at a a high-stress, high-pressure job that requires a lot of skill and a lot of finesse, and then you're focused on this other stuff. This is why meritocracy works. Woke diversity, for the sake of diversity, doesn't work. Just shut up and dribble, for lack of a better phrase. But nope. Um, They also, uh, let's see, shocked, not shocked, failed Silicon Valley bank victim of its own woke green energy priorities um the collapse of silicon valley bank has dominated the news in the last few days because it's the second biggest bank failure in u.s history and the worst since the financial crisis of 2008 as we reported the bank ceo greg becker got ahead of the storm selling 3.6 million of company stocks yeah before it failed so it looks like he'll be okay despite many other folks not being able to get their money um a lot of other executives did as well um but yeah, looking through some of the stuff, That's they right, invested a ton of their money in um, mm-hmm. like woke companies, green startups, just a bunch of stuff that looks good on paper, but was not successful. What is this? I can't remember if it was Valy Temen or Graham Stephen, but someone was going over to that CEO well, guy and just that, oh everything's good, everything's and good and as he's taking stuff so out and it's like hey, how is that so not sure. lo- like criminally uh, mis misleading.
0: The, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Depo oh, I don't know. I, I can't Bernie, make this any bigger. It was good seeing, I? seeing you. Um do you think hysteria itself should people stay calm? What do you tell him? What time were you? Well, all I know is 32. Okay. I, I can't see. wait for Biden to get on the speech again and talk about how great the economy is uh, yeah, in and how it's yeah, moving forward and getting stronger by the day, and this is an indication that whatever he says is not true, and maybe the American people will finally wake up and understand that we're living in very tough times, that in fact the, the recession may have this guy already looks like he's started, about to croak. Who knows. but <laughs> it doesn't look good and I, I feel bad for all of these people I that lost all their money in this wolf side. bank Ugh. you know it was more distressing was like, to hear the bank oh. officials <laughs> sold off their stock before this happened uh, it's depressing to me uh, who knows whether the justice department here it might be simpler to say that they exposed themselves and were spoiled when we had interest rates at near zero percent they had a lot
1: of those bonds and a lot of those treasuries. They're now underwater. I still can't believe that the Fed would want unemployment they, to go high. The in the Talking States about raising interest rates.
0: That, so we talked about that last about episode, Zach and I. The, and of course, the I guess
1: supply and demand, if people are doing well, then people anywhere, are buying more.
0: Interest, or, or, how did it work?
1: Uh, taxes um, on these people. And yeah, when people have more money to blow, they're there's not enough supply to meet the demand Um, so they want to increase unemployment so people uh, spend less so then there's less demand there's like artificial uh, decline in the economy or the spending power of the people uh, that way they can yeah kind of keep things even and I'm just like that's the last
2: thing I want is the Fed but then you have the people that are on you know welfare or like this UBI or like the stimulus checks and stuff and Staying home, getting paid like I heard that people are getting paid almost as much as I make to stay home and do nothing. they were on just like state welfare. Yeah, it's so
1: good that people with good jobs don't want to go back to work. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. Everyone in the in the job economy right now is having a real hard time finding workers and uh, just having a hard time hiring people for what they're really actually worth when the people do want to come there to, you know, do serious work.
1: Well, that's another thing is you have a lot of people who they aren't lazy people. They don't have a problem working, but they're like, I'm not going back to that crap job. (laughs) It's like, this is, I'll work, but you're going to have to pay me, you know, 20% more. And the companies are like, yeah, we can't afford that. But yeah, They can't afford
2: it after all their material costs and everything else went up. It's just.
1: Well, we may may uh, not be able to afford very much soon because billionaire investor Bill Ackman calls on the U.S. government to consider a bailout of the Silicon Valley Bank. Um, So, of course, people are already calling. I saw Mark Cuban was calling, calling for this as well. They're already calling for bailouts. Um, Biden said that we're not going, none of the taxpayers will bear the brunt of this, but that's, he's very careful not to use the word bailout, but Basically, he insinuated that they're going to bail him out. I'm like, why? I, let didn't him fail. Says, yeah, didn't they say start strong with these bakes so it, it doesn't, you know, you know, snowball into a bigger problem or something, I heard? Yeah, but it is, it's already snowballing um, today. I just heard, so banking crisis widens as credit. Suisse shares plunge on alarming annual report. Um, So Daily Wire fears that the U.S. banking crisis could go global, widened early Tuesday as lending giant Credit Suisse shares plunged on news. its Sorry, I'm having trouble reading that. Shares plunged on news. Its delayed annual report found material weaknesses in its balance sheet over the last two years. Shares in the Zurich-based international financial giant dropped nearly 5% to an all-time low. So The Morning Wire was reporting on that, basically saying – um, and by the way, there were two more banks on top here in America um, that crashed over the last 48 hours. Um, but this it's went global now where this is a very big global bank and now they're they think like they didn't say they collapsed but it's looking it's looking like they're in a tough spot so if that happens, now you've got a now you've got a, state got a global yeah. problem, and
2: this <laughs> can be the first lesson to how central bank digital currency is a very bad idea. <laughs> yeah, because if we were all under one bank and that collapsed, yeah, could just trade and barter system then, or well, in
1: a way, we're almost already you know? already there with America being stuck on the petrodollar and like basically at gunpoint with our sort <laughs> of. St- quasi colonization everywhere every military bases everywhere forcing everyone to use the us dollar i mean the the economies already of the world is too tied up into the united states anyway so i mean i i don't know i like decentralization that's why i also trust the free market and that's why i like i wish that we could go to like some sort of deregulated deregulated currency or something like that that's not manipulated by the fed but I mean, even even if we went, go to crypto, they're cracking down on that. They have, I mean, a bunch of crypto billionaires have also got murdered. I'm sure that has nothing to do with it. Like,
2: yeah, just random coincidence.
1: Yeah, so I I don't think that they'll even. I think that crypto has the potential to do that, but I don't think it ever will. Um, but, Did you see the videos of all the banks in Africa where it's it's just I mean lines out the block. With police there, you know trying to get to just get funds and then then people getting chauffeured in and walking out bags of cash (laughs) Where's this at? was this recent? Yeah different places in in Africa right now Well, Africa doesn't really play by the same rules that everyone else plays. It's kind of like uh, Syria or parts of the Middle East. It's kind of like or even Romania and parts of Eastern Europe like You don't really have law and order per se so yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, well, that's one of the beautiful things about the United States is at least we still have some due process and we have some rights. Not for long, probably, probably because people are more than willing to give them up. But um, more, more budget and irresponsible money management stuff. Um, so Biden came out with his new budget. And Senator John Kennedy says the only way to improve Biden's budget is with a shredder. Um, I want I had some stats on this. So President Biden's nearly, nearly seven trillion dollar budget proposal took his breath away and belongs in the shredder. Um, his numbers are extraordinary, Kennedy said. We're going to run out of digits here. It's a six point nine trillion dollar budget, four point seven trillion in new taxes that will affect everyone over ten years, eighteen trillion dollars in new debt, to, um, a cut to defense. Um so it would result in almost $5 trillion in tax hikes on corporations and wealthy Americans and lead to increased cost for everyone. Increased cost for everyone. That's the thing that I don't, I don't get how people don't understand this basic economic principle. I'm a corporation. I have a bottom line. The better that gets, that is my new standard. They're not going to be like, well, times are tough, so we're going to make less money. <laughs> No, the entire machine is angled around beating that that deadline, beating that deadline. That's why, you know, every everything you taste now, everyone says it doesn't taste as good as it did, you know, 50 years ago. It's because cheaper ingredients. So, I mean, there's, you know, I like the free market. This isn't the free market. It's crony capitalism, stuff like that. So, I don't see how people don't understand these corporations, you raise taxes on them, they're not going to go boy, that really sucks. <laughs> They're going to go, okay, well, guess now we, we have to increase the price to make up our profits. And then guess what? All of us go to the grocery store and now a gallon of milk is $5 or $6. You know, people always say, what's, the, what's a gallon of milk? That's a good metric for knowing how expensive stuff is. I don't drink milk, so I don't know. Does anyone know about $3 expensive? a gallon right now? I haven't bought it a gallon <laughs> in a bit. It's been $3 long since long. I was a little kid. <laughs> is it? It's like... No, no, it was less than that, dude. It was like a dollar 70 when I was a kid. I always remember it being three dollars a gallon. Maybe it was the expensive Mayfield, maybe Mayfield or something.
2: No, no way. It was about the price of gas. I want to say somewhere close to like 2004.
1: Yeah, it's like them packets of cheese used to be like three, four dollars, another six something, man. Really? No, yeah, well. I don't know. I'm a bad person to ask because I don't budget. I just swipe the magic card till it stops working and then I use the green one. <laughs> um, let's see. So some more stuff that I had on government corruption and incompetence and money being blown. Um, so let's see. John Hawley issues plan to ban executive branch officials from trading stocks. Um, I'd like this to be with the legislative branch and the judicial branch and Everyone in government, but um, we I got a day or morning wire clip for this, but Senator John Hawley, representative of Missouri, is issuing a plan to ban senior executive officials as well as their spouses from holding or trading stocks. Um, because I have another one of these clips, instead of reading all that, I will just play the clip. Uh, by the way, what time are we at? 40. Yeah. Just over 40. Which that's we should change the name of the show for this one to Recycled News because it's just us watching other news shows.
4: dating <laughs> the ability to trade altogether. Now, the main argument: lawyers say they have a difficult time proving it because of the secretive nature of their jobs. Supporters of the law say this problem could be solved by eliminating the ability to trade. And driving electric cars, you can make a lot of money buying up EVs and not available to the average American. Imagine you're a government official working on an executive order offering tax credits for people driving electric cars. You can make a lot of money buying up EV stocks before that order is announced. And because many officials are often working on confidential matters, even if they are accused of insider trading... Ethics lawyers say they have a difficult time proving it because of the secretive nature of their jobs. Supporters of the law say this problem could be solved by eliminating the ability to trade altogether. Now, the main argument from critics is that laws like this deter successful people from working in the government because their earning potential likely goes down with this sort of law. They also say government officials should have a stake in the economy and that if they do well, it means their constituents do well also. Now, this all comes as a new report is shining a light on the stock investments of employees in the executive branch. Tell us about that report. Yeah, the Wall Street Journal first discovered back in the fall that more than 2,600 officials working in the executive branch were investing in companies that were actively lobbying their respective agencies for favorable policies. Others were investing in companies directly impacted by regulations that they had a hand in crafting. Among those 2,600 were both Republican and Democrat officials in the Commerce, Labor, and Treasury departments. There were 200 EPA officials buying stocks and companies actively lobbying the EPA, including oil and gas stocks. Then there were dozens of FDA officials buying food and drug stocks. You do it. DoD officials investing in individual defense companies. No, there were even dozens of officials in the Department of Justice who bought or sold stocks in companies right before the be DOJ brought them. charges yeah. against yeah. those very companies. Hmm. In total, roughly one in five senior officials in the federal government were investing in companies related to their work, and that's just what we know about. Now, this isn't the first time.
1: When it's I- that dirty, how do you have hope? I mean. <laughs> What in the world, man? I mean, well, they're and we I know mean, it's he's, so much he's worse. Doing something. I mean, let's see. What he's all doing. these green companies in California—they've cotton. I mean, just Tesla stuff. I mean, just it's. This has happened multiple, multiple times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see where it goes, but um, let's see. In January, Holly filed legislation titled the Pelosi Act. I mean, yeah, the problem is they'll turn it into a partisan thing where it's look at how corrupt the Democrats are. And then all the Mitch McConnell's and all these people who are just filthy rich, the um, uh, Dick Cheney, those people, they'll get away with it. This is this should be a bipartisan issue. But the problem is it's like asking someone to, you know, demote themselves <laughs> like it's very hard to the, make uh, them take a pay cut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like the term limit thing like. Congress could do that. They could had it brought before them a couple of times. They just vote <laughs> against it. So getting stuff like this passed is hard because they know people won't put their feet to the fire and they'll just go. You'll have Nancy Pelosi out there. Well, that the we, your thing is, we have to have our, our own money and, and you'll have a bunch of people like Ted Cruz out there like. Well, I'm a, fr- I vac- I'm a free market American. Like- I can't vacation in Cabo without this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a free market American. You you can't tell me that the government should be controlling my stock portfolio. And everyone goes, yeah. And it's like, no one. Who's going to hold these people to the fire? We're not holding them to the fire. So, yeah, unless people care enough about it that won't change. But I think that people are just kind of nih- nihilistic about it where they're like, yeah, they're corrupt. Big deal. It just brushes off. Even as I read this, I'm just like, yep, they're- no big deal. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I was going to go over these, what time are we at by the way? 30 or uh, 45. All right. Boy, I can't speak. I was going to go over the weaponization committees. Um, cause they're talking about basically it's confirmed now that government agencies are working with big tech and, Telling them, hey, you should really check out this this person and what they're saying. Um, that's not really surprising to me. But what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to get your position on this. Um, the Biden administration is shifting its approach to TikTok. Uh, the White House's endorsement of a bill that would give Biden the, the Biden administration new powers to restrict or ban TikTok in the United States marks a significant shift in the White House's approach to the Chinese-owned social media company. I wanted to get your thought on this um are you for or against this and then i'll give you my my kind of thoughts on this god this is one of the few anti-freedom things i'm going to be a part of but i want tiktok gone but the problem is that there'll be something else in the background and all the american ones are still hammered but dude how can you let a something controlled by a adversary state of your own just in all of the phones everywhere, all over your bases in your own country. I it, it, well, it it's kind of like bail you know, that's, things. You can't lump those two things in together. The rules for active duty military. You can make that a rule that active duty military can't have it on their devices. Okay, then that that's would, different. That would definitely but for make me citizens. a lot a lot more fuzzy there because it, I mean it is. There was entire channels of the you know service stuff that we've joked about, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, that should not be a thing ever. Well, yeah. There's I, so much backcode and, and you know, bail fangs, all of their phones. I mean, Tim Pool's covered it, he's had a few, you know, software mm-hmm. engineers on, and that's <laughs> it's a rival state. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it, but here's here's what I do like kind of like about it is that they don't like it. That. So they, they know that they can control tech here in the United States, but they're genuinely afraid. That's why they're not talking about Twitter, banning Twitter or anything like that. They are afraid of TikTok. But my experience on TikTok is that it's pretty open to conversation. So, yes, they're collecting a bunch of data, data but to be honest, a bunch of Chinese people – own stock and stuff and Twitter and these big companies, you have BlackRock, So I know that that's not, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily, um, it is a national security concern, but there's a lot of other stuff they could do that. They're not. Um, I think it's maybe because they have less control over it. I don't know. I'm, I'm torn on this because again, I don't like the government doing this, but I understand why they would, but, um, what scares me about it is the precedent. Once you ban TikTok, a private company because it's Chinese owned, look at all the stuff with Russia collusion. Ru- like, okay, Elon Musk owns Twitter now. Well, we're going to ban Twitter because it's it's a patsy for the Russians. Like, where does it it's kind of one of those company of China. Ties. It's kind of one of those yeah. patriot you know Patriot Act situations where okay, we have a grave national security threat, so we're going to give the government overarching power for something that we're not going to realize until years down the road when literally social media is outlawed in general. I don't like yeah, I don't right. like getting this ball rolled down the hill. I think just have... <laughs> Can we at least to, keep it off of stuff. any military people's phones, for Christ's sakes? <laughs> Make it to where educate people, tell them exactly what's going on, and then... Make it a rule. You know, government employees aren't allowed to have it. Um, make all those rules. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. And then for private citizens... They can do whatever they want. You're right. Yeah, it's just like drugs. They want to put drugs Because lots of these in. software companies and, um, you know, smartphone data tracking companies, they're owned by these, you know, other companies too. Like, you think that Twitter and Facebook and stuff isn't selling... You think that they're, China can't get access to all that data? And to be honest, a lot of that data... A lot of that data, too. It's like the important data is like military personnel, like how many people are in the military, where are troops at. We where, all use ATAC or now we all go off our phones, like yeah. stuff like that. It's but just like, like for that's the average citizen, good. like a bunch of Plugged people who comms. they go to work at Domino's, they come home, they order Uber Eats and they watch Netflix beat off and go to sleep. <laughs> like There's what, nothing to be gathered from that. yet. There's <laughs> nothing that they can gather from TikTok that they can't gather from any of these other apps. I'm just overreacting being told to of China. The Hali guy, the guy pitting forth the bill for um for the insider trading, he's the guy that uh, China has officially in documentation, you know, said that he's horrible and condemned him. And yeah. So I'm China needs to chill anyways. Yeah. Um what did, did you have a stance on that? I mean it's a tough I think it's like
2: yeah, it's pretty tough. Yeah. It's just One way or the other, you're kind of infringing on something, whether it's a private company, uh, even though it's owned by the Chinese. And I guess the security risks for that, you know, that's that's a hard that's. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it's one of those things where you don't really know the right answer. But that's where in situations like this where I don't know the right answer, I have to look to that North Star and say individual liberty. Yep. I don't know what to do, but I don't want to give the government more power. I trust us. And our national defense against China more than I trust the government with power to ban a private yep. company. Yeah. I mean, that's where I line up on it. But um, I'm so, so. I'm not five feet in the ground. I am swapping sides. <laughs> <laughs> you're or five sw- or ten toes or the ground, sides. whatever. Five yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> your front toes are yeah. hot. Ten hopping toes. Hopping off the fence. <laughs> yeah. Um, like a politician, okay? Yeah. So let me. Sorry. Let me this up. Nope. Stop it. So I was gonna say I can play the the bumper on here for let's see what time are we at? Uh, Fifty one. I was gonna say should we go to any of our bonus stories? Yeah, today was kind of a a low tempo episode, but because there's not a lot of juicy stuff going on, I did think it was funny. Uh, well, I guess not funny, but Mitch McConnell fell. He's being treated in D.C. after a concussion. And I was thinking, they kept talking about how tough he is because he survived polio. And I'm like, if you're old enough to survive polio, you're too old for office. And McConnell, he's 81. He walked away with a limp after overcoming polio at a young age and suffered a fall in early August, 2019, fracturing, fracturing his shoulder. When you're having multiple falls, you're old enough to survive polio. You're too old to be in office. Yeah. Sorry. What do we do? Why are there so many old coots in office? These are ridiculous. These ridiculous old people that are a out of touch. They've been rich and powerful for years, and b don't care about the future. What do they care? Thank you for your service at Bella Wood in World War One in 1918. But it's it's, it's yeah. time for you to go retire, man. Yeah, but anyway, I wish him a speedy recovery so he can get back to uh, sacrificing Keeping everything behind closed doors. The, yeah. Yeah make sure the peasants don't know what's going on in the government. Yeah. Me, govern me harder, daddy. Yeah. Rest up so you can get back and put that boot on my throat. Master McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> he knows better than I do. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we will go to our final video segment. We have two today, um, two different segments, but we only have one bumper because this is the new segment I just thought of for the second one. But this first one is going to be a, what separates us from the animals? to shorten that one up but um, let's see let me go to the video here all right so this there's no volume to speak of but I thought it was interesting which you're you have a way more manly job than us Jake so this stuff might not be as cool to you but as someone who doesn't do a lot of actual man stuff and building things I think stuff like this is really cool when I discover it, but this is play, you bastard. So, for the listeners, this will make a lot of sense, but there's an oil tanker truck, and it's uh, showing inside of it, and it's just how you would think, just an empty tube, and water is sloshing everywhere. Horizontal slosh force, it says. Not good. Difficulty driving. So, we found a solution for this. As humans. Some Holy. smart humans. Yeah, some smart humans came up with a solution. <laughs> which was inserting baffles, which basically removed the horizontal slosh force. That is awesome. So, so simple too. <laughs> I know, I was like, I've always it's wondered what so, it's was like in, there. in it. I just assumed it was just a big tank and I always wondered. What happens if they don't fill it up all the way? Is it a pain in the ass? Well, now I have the answer. Again, you could have Looks left like me a solvent m- trap. What's a solvent trap? <laughs> oh, uh, it's uh, something that uh, you put you thread onto the end of your barrel so that when you clean your barrel, it uh, catches all of the you know solvent, all of the uh, uh, the, the uh, cleaners. But if there's a hole in it, it acts a lot like a suppressor.
2: (laughs) It's just so you don't stain the carpet in your parents' house, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can give
1: you that. It's so
0: you can go green. Stealth submarines.
1: Make sure no pesky chemicals get out in the world. Well, I thought for some reason my mind went to something um, machining related. I was like, I don't know what that is. It's definitely machined.
2: (laughs) You know, uh, they used to, or I guess they still do it for MotoGP to uh, keep the uh, gas from sloshing around in the tanks when they're, you know, going around the track is they mm-hmm. put foam, uh, this foam that doesn't break down uh, into the tank and it's just like these foam bits, you know, and they just stuff them into the tank and uh, it keeps the gas from sloshing around you know, it keeps the same uh, volume so and to speak. And that's the so. European wow. crotch rocket racing? Yeah.
1: Oh, it, is that so that it, I guess yeah, because when you're going so Just you so don't fast. feel the weight
2: when you're you know, going around and then whipping back like just to keep that, you it, know Every corner, they're they're grinding elbows. (laughs) Yeah. And then back over, and then back over, and then back over.
1: Yeah, I guess at that that level, any any sort of minor thing can throw you off. Yeah. But, um, so this is the other final video. I don't have a name for this segment. I was trying to think. um, Something history related, like uh, cool stuff from history. I'll think of it, but this is our history segment to yet to be named and yet to have a bumper.
0: Stealth submarines black when the water is blue and the waves are white. Well, they actually weren't always black and the history is pretty fascinating. Early submarines spent most of their time above water and so were mostly gray, which helped them camouflage better into the waves at their side. As submarines began to venture deeper into the ocean for longer periods, The military initially painted them dark blue to match the color of the ocean. And this is genuinely the most camouflaged a submarine can get, but it has a slight problem. As the blue paint reacts with the salt in the ocean, it turns the paint brighter, which makes it far easier to see. Black paint, on the other hand, remains black, giving it more durability over time. Black paint also absorbs light better than blue or white paint, making it a far better choice when above water. Why are stealths...
1: So just an interesting random thing um, I saw and thought I would share, uh, because I had never even thought about the question until I saw that, but now, once I saw it, I was like, why is that the case? Um, None of us definitely want to be in one of those things. (laughs) No. Um, So a bit of a... I don't know. I felt off today didn't feel like it was my best show maybe i'm still recovering from my illness but uh i think it's because
2: you didn't get the makeup that's true i was (laughs) really quite be yourself
1: i was really excited i was all amped up because i was going to show up and i had my whole intro planned of my hair was going to be slicked back in a ponytail and i was going to be wearing this tiny little tank top and my wrist wraps and makeup but, um, yeah, my girlfriend <laughs> couldn't make it, so uh, she. I don't have any makeup here laying around. I got rid of that when you don't I prayed it. the gay away. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so it kind of threw me off. But, uh, yeah, I guess just kind of a – not necessarily a slow news week, just – not that interesting of a slowed news week or not that interesting of a news week. Like how much can you talk about diversity and the corruption of the UK doctors? Like when they have new stuff that comes out, you know, you have more to talk about, but it's kind of like, I, I feel like we have beat it to death on this show, you know, the COVID stuff and how Multiple episodes yeah. dedicated. Yeah. Did you
2: see the uh, white house press secretary, um, uh, speaking about the, the three, uh, her and two other ladies being the first uh, black women being in their positions of all you oh, yeah. know U.S. history or whatever.
1: Yeah, well, I also saw um, who was it? It was the district attorney of some city, St. Louis, I believe. And it's like the highest. So she's the first first woman of color to be elected into that position. Also happens to be the highest crime rates ever recorded in Seattle or in um, St. Louis, and. She basically got a bunch of people wanted her to resign because some like some teenage girl got hit from some person that um, had just been let out of prison like uh, because of her easy payout policies. Bunch of stories like that. Yeah. Yeah. So she came out and she's like, this is racist because, you know, everybody's I'm the first um, woman of color to have this position and everyone's calling me for calling for me to be uh, removed. And it's like. What a bad thing to insert that in, right? With record high crime rates, but yeah, everyone it's a free I, pass. They think, I guess. I mean, yeah. I get it. If you're if you're not that qualified, but you you realize you still have that same narcissistic tendency where you're like, I want power, I want
2: authority, Ambition. I want
1: yeah, I want position. Yeah. You have that. How we talked about with the watch log, like that trifecta of what makes you where you're going to go in life. You're you know, external factors, internal factors, and then that X factor, that ambitious drive. They have, you know, they they don't have the internal factors to rise to the top, but they have the ambition. And now the external environment has made it to where just by existing and looking the way they do or by having sex with who they have sex with or whatever other diversity things they have. Um, they had rickets when they were <laughs> a teenager. I don't know. Um, because of that, now that's given them an edge to where they can rise to these positions that they're really not qualified for. And that's obviously not all of them. There's a ton of people. Like, here's the problem with this diversity stuff too, is when I see someone doing a bad job who's a person of color or, you know, very clearly flamboyantly gay, your mind goes immediately. Now mine does anyway to, oh, diversity hire. Oh, affirmative action. Not to, okay, this is a very qualified person in a tough spot. So they've kind of, once again, I know better than you, so I'm going to take in and inevitably screws it up. Now they've created resentment on my part and a lot less leeway for people because I know there's a much lower chance that a person of color, or any person who isn't a straight white male didn't get to where they are based off meritocracy. If you have a system where, especially in a system where it's like, we're going to take away all the barriers. We're not going to have any books on the laws saying that, you know, um, you can't hire black people or whatever like we've had racist laws like that in the past you take those off You let the free market work itself out Then um, I know okay It actually would go the other way where I would see a, a black person and if I'm from a position where I'm like, okay Release all the data saying that people are biased towards black people. And I'm like, Okay, well, I can believe some of that Like if you have I believe it's going to be harder for a person named Shaniqua to get hired for a high-level position in finance I do believe that that's true so then when I see a high level person named Shaniqua, I go, wow, this person must know their shit because that's even harder for them. So it by that resentment, though, I mean, that makes complete sense, though. I mean, yeah. it, it, they've created resentment yeah. where in reality they could if they just had equality of opportunity, not equality of outcome, then it would actually the people. And if they truly believe that, you know, we are all equal and it's just racism holding people back or sexism or transphobia, well, then the free market should take care of that anyway, once you remove the legal barriers. So the the, the problem is they know that's not what's going to happen because there's more at play than just, you know, we're not all different cultures are different. There's different priorities. That's why Asians are going to excel in academia and at Harvard. But if they would just leave it alone, then I wouldn't think, okay, this person's a diversity hire. I would think, I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt because they probably overcame some pretty hard stuff. Pete Buttigieg, it's not hard being in a man's profession like politics and being gay. He's probably, you know, shit hot. So it's <laughs> ironic. Just another thing that the government has yeah. screwed up shit. trying to think for us, Finish. trying to make us do things. Do um, you have anything else, Broski? Nope. Uh, world's pretty crazy right now. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out. Yep. We might be in a banking collapse and a war with Russia soon. Who knows? Uh, you got anything, Jake?
2: No, just rounding up strays right now. <laughs> nice. Waiting for the collapse, you know. The cats, <laughs> yeah. the cats. You know, we a lot it's of cats cat. in the neighborhood. Yep. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow. I thought you were talking about Wayfair, but
2: totally. <laughs> oh. Two ships missing the night. Yeah.
1: I will keep my. Well, again, we don't kink shame here. <laughs> but um, anyway, we appreciate you coming on. Like I said, you will remain a man of mystery. We won't give out any information. About you, but at some point, I do want to have you on to talk about what you do. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, um, everyone, wish Mitch McConnell the best. Um, we know we do here uh, and a speedy recovery. Um, let's see, what were some things in the notes? Uh, well, nothing for a good ending. So, um, you know what? As always, keep a book on your nightstand, read it before you go to bed. That way, you're smarter tomorrow than you were today. We got to We
2: got to We got to